0: Do you like to exercise? Is fitness an important part of your lifestyle? Are you interested in getting better results from your time spent sweating? All About Fitness is here to help you understand the workout programs and products that can help you achieve your fitness goals. My name is Pete McCall, and I've been educating personal trainers since flip phones and portable CD players were all the rage. Broadcasting from one of the fittest cities in the country, San Diego, The purpose of All About Fitness is to help you learn how exercise and fitness can improve your life. If you have any questions or there are any specific experts you'd like to hear from or products you would like to know about and you'd like to hear me talk about them on the podcast, please go to my website, PeteMcCallFitness.com and let me know how All About Fitness can help you. Welcome to Episode 7 of All About Fitness. In today's episode, I'm going to be speaking with David Jack, and this is for our little Father's Day special, getting ready for Father's Day 2016. And what makes this special is that during the conversation, David's daughters came by and we had a chance to talk with them about what it means to have a fit family. So if you're out there and you have a family and you're trying to figure out how do you maintain your fit lifestyle and make time for your family... I think you'll get a lot out of today's conversation with David Jack. Um, David is a fitness consultant to Reebok and Men's Health, along with running the Activate Lab Fitness Studio in Phoenix, Arizona. He's also involved with an organization called Active Prayer, which you'll hear about in, in today's conversation. And what's really fun is that I've been a fan of Men's Health for a number of years. I've been a subscriber to the magazine. I recommend the magazine to clients, to people that I come in contact with who want to know a good source for fitness information. And so I've been a fan of David's uh, from a distance for a while and it's been fun. I got to know him a couple years ago through some stuff. We we're both doing some stuff with Reebok, and he really is sincerely just a genuinely nice guy who really cares. His message is he tries to use fitness to help other people. He uses the gifts that we have as instructors, as educators, as trainers to lift other people up. So you'll hear about that in today's conversation where Dave and I talk about how do you make time for fitness how do you make health and fitness a priority when you have a family? And more importantly, how can you use health and fitness to help improve other people's lives? Because it's not just about how you look. It's not just about how you feel. But if you're not out there adding positive energy and helping others, then, you know, what's it all worth? And so I think you're going to get a lot out of today's conversation with David Jack. But first, we're going to have a little, um, little word from our sponsors, which are, are the Active Motion Bar and ViCore Fitness. So thanks a lot, and have a wonderful Father's Day for 2016. All About Fitness is brought to you by Active Motion Bar. Active Motion Bar uses unique dynamic resistance to challenge the way that you train. Research has found that using the dynamic resistance of the Active Motion Bar can help to activate your muscles up to 170% more effectively than standard static resistance bars. Active Motion Bar, A-C-T-I-V, Bar.com. Let the resistance move you. All About Fitness is brought to you by Vicore, V-I-C-O-R-E, fitness.com. Vicore Fitness, creators of the new TerraCore dynamic variable resistance movement platform. Find out what the buzz is all about. Check out VicorFitness.com and look for the TerraCore. It's going to change the way you move.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we're right in Phoenix. Tempe's right next to us on one side. Scottsdale. You're looking out there at uh, Camelback Mountain right there across the way. That's in Scottsdale. So, yeah, we're in the Valley of the Sun. Okay. And what's it's active? Nice. What is
0: active life? You got a great, a great facility—one of the most progressive facilities I've seen. And what is it that you guys do here?
1: Well, you know, uh, so y- you and I have kind of walked a path together for quite a while, and I've been in the industry for um, about 20 years now. And um, you know, still, it's what's what's funny is I still like today at this very moment I feel like I know less than I did 20 years ago, and I'm yeah. not sure exactly where I'm headed. Yeah. But I know that there are things that I believe in, and I know the good that I've seen fitness do for people and in their lives. Uh, and I know that I've seen how it's allowed me to connect with lives and really create deep relationships with people. So I've always looked at fitness as something greater. I've always looked at it as a hook, as a vehicle for me to be able to walk with people on their journey in life and show up wherever I'm wherever I'm needed and wherever I can be of value. At the same time, really believing that I can't use fitness for bigger things if I don't honor the fitness that we use. So if we're craftsmen, you know, I could be the nicest guy on the face of the earth and I could come over and bring you coffee every day and bring your kids donuts and Clean, my, clean you know, the floor when I leave, if I'm a carpenter, but your, hot, your roof falls down, your deck falls down, you could be the nicest guy on the face of the earth and building great relationships, but we really do also have to honor the thing that we're delivering to people, and we're delivering fitness. So for us, the Active Lab is kind of our, our what we would call our global headquarters for Active Prayer, which is our parent company. And that's some, it's just defined as inspired action that's in dedicated, dedicated to intentions greater than self. So the Active Lab has become this place where we named it the Active Lab because we truly wanna be able to discover, co-create and activate the best, the good in people, places and things that activate the best in fitness so that they can do the same for people that it serves. So inside our four walls here, we have a partnership with Arizona Grand Resort, which affords us this really cool opportunity to have people come stay, to serve people in in a completely different environment. The lab itself, You know, uh, we we firmly believe that it's fitness for you and it's fun for everyone. We believe in the power of community and culture. We believe in using your strength to serve. We believe in dedicating to intentions that are greater than yourself because we truly believe that it changes the why that you do things. We believe that fitness shouldn't steal your fitness. And it's the pillar of the physical to physical, but also across the pillars because we believe in the four pillars of fitness and they're yours. Never gonna tell you what they should be. They're not mine. I wanna know you and who you are and what matters to you. So that I can serve you, because that's my job as a coach. My job is to move you toward physical literacy, so that you can start to own your fitness instead of rent it. And I want people to truly enjoy and have fun with fitness. We want it to be the outcome sometimes, not always the goal. I see Um, that
0: the thing that that that's really fascinating about this, and we were just talking about this a little bit before. Is you're 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 moving with fitness, and I see this. This is something a trend that I've noticed for the last few years that not many people are talking about. But you, fitness is so driven. Our industry is so driven. And we've all worked for organizations where the appearance is everything. Sure. All we're doing is focus on the external appearance. And I think one of the reasons why so many people try and fail at fitness is because they, they, they never feel their external appearance is, is good mm. enough. They're, they're, they're very self-critical. And they, they're, always, they're always judging themselves by what others think they should look like. Mm. or they always judge themselves by these media images they don't realize are, are false. A lot of times those media images are doctored mm. and, and, and created and you, you know, on, enhanced on a computer. And so what I what I see th- this underlying trend in fitness, and you're part of this, as I was saying, is is fitness is a spiritual component of who we are, mm. because our spirit, our energy, whatever you want to call it, our chi, whatever, whatever, yeah. we, our prana, you know, I don't know how many was, I can do it, yeah. But you look at our energy, you did well, coach. All right, but if you look at our energy, that's who we are, and fitness is a way to make that better. You serve, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like why why your, your active prayer and your strength to serve. I think are such powerful concepts yeah. because you're not, you're not doing fitness for, for the body, you're doing fitness for the soul. Mm. And if you make the soul feel better, then everything else radiates outward. Is that kind of, is that your approach? Is that, yeah, is that I think, your mindset? I think that's
1: where we want we want to be able to to be able to unlock for people the true fullness and the true power of fitness, which ironically, Pete, this goes back, this is what it always was. Yeah. It's been yeah, relegated yeah. to something different. Yeah. like It's like how I look at like organic food, right? Yeah. So yeah. Or, organic food always was. Yeah. It was the truth, it was <laughs> yeah. the norm. Then yeah. all of a sudden, for a period of 30, or 40 years, it became something, a lie became the truth that we all believed in to the point that I remember talking to Brian Grasso, a buddy of mine in fitness, you know yeah, Brian, yeah, yeah. about this once where we would have people come up to us in like the late 90s, early 2000s and be like, oh, you should really try this organic, this and that. And I'd be like, oh gosh, yeah. organic. I actually bought, I bought into the lie that never was the truth. And it's like, all we're doing is returning to the way it always was. Fitness somehow has gotten relegated to metrics and what other people, how they judge us, you know, how we look, and by the way, That's really important because you and I can never make a change in someone's life. We can never get them to the bigger goals, the bigger pictures, the bigger things that we have in store for them if we don't meet them where they're at and serve their needs. You see, for me, this is where my faith comes into my fitness. I'm not trying to get you to be a Christian. I believe in it. I know what it's done for my life. I'm not trying to get you to believe in God the way I believe in God. I'm trying to show you what my faith looks like by honoring you with service that serves you and then by guiding you on a path, because I'm a shepherd, I'm a coach, I'm supposed to transfer knowledge. So if there's something that you wanna do, I have a professional obligation to be able to walk through that with you and say, I hear you and I wanna try to make this possible for you, but I also need you to know why this is unsafe or why this might be a challenge, or I need to paint a bigger picture for you to look at, but I can't take away, I can't have you come into me as a 40 year old guy and go, you know what? I've never benched 315, and I'm really close. It's been a goal all my life, and I, I've seen you in men's health, and I, I, could you help me do that? And if the first words out of my mouth are, you know what, sir, uh, you know, benching really isn't functional. It really screws up the shoulder. I, I'm going to show you something so much better than benching. What did I'm that gone. guy just hear? I'm gone. This guy doesn't care about me. Yeah, yeah. He didn't hear a word I said. Yeah. So what we say is sometimes we have to give people a little bit of what they want in order to earn the right to give them what we know they need and well, i don't know what they trust. need yet.
0: Well you have to develop that trust. Yes, so you people do. look people look at this and that's you where you were talking our, about letting people yeah. do a little crunch yeah. here and there yeah, or whatever get, and people are do like crushes. oh crunch yeah. like
1: you're first of all yeah. we're not loading the spine actually. No, we're not doing no, no. we're short we know all the yeah, yeah, physiological yeah, yeah. stuff or yeah, yeah. we could and we get it. Yeah. We're not promoting it. But like you said, if i don't give them a little bit of something that makes it familiar cuz they can only view fitness based on what they've known it as their paradigm. They don't know you they don't know what's next. It's like my buddy was telling me today, if I asked you 20 years ago, before they were even available, your parents, would yeah. it be reasonable for you to spend seventy five dollars a month on each line of your cell phone on a cell phone? If I gave you a mobile phone seventy five dollars, what yeah. would your dad say?
0: I say you're ridiculous. You're it's, out of it's, your it's mind. Out of the context people can people can contextualize that 15, 20 years ago. Just and like they can not contextualize
1: what we want to give yeah. them with new fitness.
0: Well, it's getting people to move, and that's and that's Until where they
1: know they got You got to meet
0: them where they are because they come in they they think, and I talk about this quite a bit because because people think well I want to work my quads I want to work my arms and people don't realize that. That exercise is a function of movement, and our whole goal is we have to get you to move better yes. before you can do anything else. I mean, that's just yeah. that's paraphrasing what Gray. No, you know, Gray but it's and those but it's so teach. spot on. But you really, it's about movement, and that's what I think is so powerful because what you're doing is you're saying, okay, fitness, exercise, activity, and the way you set a play. I mean, for for what David does in, in his gym, he really has these games, so he's not just about exercise, but it's about play, and play is so engaging. Play yeah. it gets into who we are, and that's I think one issue that we have is that we don't let ourselves play. No, And that's why you've seen, like, obstacle course racing be so big. You've seen all this stuff, because... You know, but playing for fifteen minutes, playing with mm-hmm. playing with your daughters for fifteen, playing when I play with my daughters for fifteen minutes, how powerful is that?
1: How well, how recharged do you feel? Well, you know what happens, and you know, one of the top uh, neuroscientists out there, you, you've probably heard of Dr. Stuart Brown, yeah, yeah and, uh, he's doing a lot of research yeah. on this right now, and what they're saying is that when they see someone engaged in play, play by the way is contextual. Your play yeah. may not be my play, and it's important but it's play that it's yours. Yeah, yeah. We know that it's play when the following happens. Yeah. When an activity you're engaged in separates you from the constraints of time and space. Yeah. Meaning, yeah, when you drop into something not even for any specific outcome or any specific goal or just you drop into something that you enjoy yeah all the stresses of the world the cell phones the beeping cars the crying kids the pressures at work the money issues they all melt away they just fade away yeah and that's a powerful thing that we feel like i think as we've grown older we feel like play is only for kids and you know we they're who plays and the playground is for kids and and the problem is What's, what they find in the brain, what they find is happening in the body, that more engaged in that there is no greater, there is no greater impact in our neurochemical releases, in our hormone cascades, and what's happening in the brain than when we're engaged in our version of play. So we truly believe in putting in part of your fitness architecture. Now, by the way, this is what, what it means for you. Now, some people, this gives us as, as coaches, this also gives us some insight. If someone's doing CrossFit five times a week, how do you think they're wired? They're very hard charged. They, they want hard to Hard charging type A, What do they need the most?
0: Downtime. They need not bad. Right. Yeah,
1: they need the in. Down- right? So we they already revealed their hand to us that we're always going to pursue the thing that we're stuck in. When yeah. the irony is we need the opposite more. Yeah. But we if, if i if I said to someone who is likes to cross it five times a week, look, I want to start doing play with you four times a week, they're gone. Yeah. But if I start sneaking it in as a small piece of your total training percentage. Yeah. So you still do the one, but it, now you, yeah, but then let it go, man, this is awesome. And I'm working and it's incredible. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that I just did X, Y, Z and that, 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 Well,
0: that's, we always, what, we always, what we, what we can't have. And yeah. that's where, and that's you allude to the fact that as fitness professionals, we're coaches, we're trying to get people. And I think we're using the means of fitness to try to get people what they don't have, which is kind of a sense of peace, which is kind of a sense yeah. of, just kind of a sense of, of, of inner being. Now switch gears real quick. How, because because one thing I mean I've always been a fan of yours like in mean, men's fitness been been you know so when I met you a couple years ago it was or really men's health, men's
1: health. Either I'll have to do that. You, that was you just uh, tested me. No, leave that in there. Yeah. You just were you were ninja testing me right there to see how I'd respond. I well, got no, it. He's I, I, giving I, me this smirk right now to be like, did I catch him? No. Did I, I catch him? I, I slipped up because I'm with I you. Have been, I have been a huge fan of Men's Health and and it's been
0: one of the magazines I've referred to clients over the years and I've really enjoyed reading it.
1: You were just talking and, about and, but that now, before. But but yep.
0: and, and what I, what what was cool in meeting you was how authentic you are. Mm. You know, so you see you watch videos and you see and you see that and how authentic. And one of the things that I see and we're talking about both you and I you're north of 40, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so we're both over 40, we're parents. What do you think guys our age need? Like what do we in terms of fitness? What do you think we should be doing? Cuz that's that's one of the big things that I'm trying to really coach people up on is that we sure. don't need to go in and bench press a ton of weight anymore. No, we we don't, don't need to jack it up like we were when nope. we played football or when we were nope. athletes two years ago. But we just need to be healthy. So how do, how do we define that? How do we change that? How do we change that focus?
1: You know, I think you've hit on like, I think you hit on like the million dollar question. What is healthy? What is fitness? And oh my gosh, Pete, we could have a conference with the best minds <laughs> in the world for a week and, and come not, out with more questions. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, yes, I yeah. think it's once again contextual. Yeah. And I think it's us really listening and watching and understanding who's in front of us, what they need, what they're passionate, how they're motivationally wired, what they've done all their life. Um, so what thresholds do they have? What training age are they at? you know what was really important to them and i think we can agree on some things that are important for us as we age so i'm a huge fan of low load low load yeah high speed movement because i okay. can't cuz how are we going to get that how are we going to get that neurological how are we gonna get that neurological impulse to be able to really fire the muscle and really get those gates opened up in our brain to our body connection? We can't go to big jumps anymore. We can't go to high one RM loads. No. We can't do big Olympic lifts because the but price still is too still move fast. We can because, still move fast.
0: Because, thank you, the physiology, still move fast. the physiology is we lose type two fibers. now. I'm talking to your dad, Dave's two daughters came up and um, I'm, I'm talking to your dad about fitness. What role has fitness played in your lives? Like, you what did you dad... just give us, by the way? Yeah. Uh, gelato.
1: Yes! Gelato. yes! See, that's we're having it, some but gelato, baby. But that's part of the balance,
0: part of the balance you, And we're is... gonna enjoy it, exactly. and we're not gonna be guilty, no, and we're, gonna, I mean, that's, and that's why and we're not
1: demonizing that's it. What, no,
0: it's you have fun and you enjoy. And well, I see the
1: smiles on these girls' faces and-, but and but when, uh,
0: when I came into their studio, they were, these guys were having fun, they are running around, kicking balls, throwing balls. So what, what role has fitness played in your life? I mean, how's what? Fun you know, fitness. What? What's that? Fun fitness. Fun fitness, and you what you do you mean, you mean by that? Like, like some people are like, oh, I really have to do like fitness today, and go to the gym. But well, when you go, you can have fun with your workout, like play music and like like workout with. Your friends. Do you do
1: a lot of dancing around when you when you, <laughs> yeah. you do yeah. uh, do fitness? Do you swing on like swings? Do you build yeah. obstacle yep. courses? Do you climb on and things? Climb on ropes. Do yeah. you make stuff up? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um,
0: obstacle courses. And games. Games. So you make so you
1: make it your own. You kind yeah. of you, you do what you want to do. Yeah.
0: When we go. Do you feel like it's,
1: like it's ever work? Do you feel like it's a job? Do you feel like it's ugh? No,
0: not really. Like whenever you say we're going to the active blog, you want to come. It's like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. See, that's awesome. I mean, her face just lit up. So they think about they think about coming to dad's work, and you know, most kids go, oh, I don't want to go there. But you guys like coming to your dad's work, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And what's it mean to have a dad who 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 who's in fitness and works out quite a bit? I mean, how much fun is that to have a dad who can run around with you A lot silly of fun. Things? Except he's not fast. What's that? He's
1: not that fast. Oh really? No. <laughs> he's not fast. No, he's not that
0: fast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Ava, is
1: that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> She loves to think she's the fast one in the house, and she's yeah. working on it. She's, she's working on fast. it. You know what's really cool about these guys is, and, and my friend Jeremy Frisch and I—we—he's we, uh, a phenomenal coach. He does incredible things with kids, and I mean, he just really gets it. There's so many out there: Dave Gleason, Jeremy Frisch, Tom Hurley, Phil Houston. I mean, Paul Theodore. The list goes on and on of these great youth practitioners that really understand what the bigger picture is with fitness for kids and long-term development and. But what we had always talked about was just, all you have to do is give a young organism stimulus.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's chaos in a box, you keep it safe. And yeah. Brian Grasso, another, uh, you know, the uh, Kwame Brown, all these guys, where I took my kids, I literally, they were in gyms when they were babies, like yeah. in their car seats, and yeah. then I watched them crawl, yeah. and we used to playground hunt, because they're free. Yeah. And they could keep some of them occupied when I was a tired dad with two yeah. young kids. Yeah. But watching them, and I could affirm them, and see them smile, and Pete, I watched both of these kids literally i could see it in my mind's eye crawling up to a climbing wall and just reaching up and then going back down on all fours and then reaching up and falling back down to over the years watching them climb up that wall then swing across monkey bars and then jump over things and then start to create obstacle courses and it just everything we practice and we preach i watched it developmentally in front of my eyes it didn't cost me a dollar they enjoy it. They loved it so much, but I watched and them adapt to the stimulus. And I that think gives the one, a, the one a important
0: thing is that though is it gives you something to engage, it gives you a way you to bet. engage your kids. It gives oh. you a way. One of the things I, I actually bumped into Brett Click at the airport today. Bye girls. Bye bye. bye. Uh, thanks for stopping by. You know, I dropped. dropped you know, Brett clicker does a lot of stuff with kids. Yes, it's with you know Todd. I bumped in the airport today. We're talking about that. And one of the things I do when it's dark out and it's cold. You know, cold in San Diego. 65 degrees. yeah yeah I get it I get <laughs> but it But when it's cold and when it's dark out and I get home and we don't have time to go to the playground I make playground in the in the garage and my so daughters good. love it I put down like an agility ladder I do so that good. stuff because knowing what I know I just want my kids to be my goal as a parent I don't know about how you feel I'm sure you some of my goal is a parent I have two young girls um Dave's Dave's girls a little bit older than mine I have two young girls my goal is I want them to be intellectually curious and physically active. I love that. Intellectually curious and physically active. I love active. that. I, whatever that means to that's them. Well said. I just
1: want them to be I just want the physical activity. You want to give them opportunity. If they play a sport, yeah, I want to give them opportunity. You can't choose for them. And that's no. the same thing we do with our clients, Pete. Yeah. I can never tell them what to do, no. but I can give them an opportunity to choose. Well, you got to find out what works for you. That's it. You have to
0: find out what works for you. And and that really is I think that's one of the things that people get so lost in this whole outcome of fitness. I need mm-hmm. to look a certain way. I need to lift this much. I need to you know be able to wear this size pants that they don't realize that, and this is my the, my operating definition of fitness is is has the ability to do what you want to do when mm. you want to do it amen I mean if you the want freedom. to go play if yeah if you want to go play it's like freedom you, you summed up that phrase in one word mm-hmm. you know it's, it's about freedom
1: so for you freedom is you can go play with your daughters you yep. don't need to worry or, about, or or and so we call it being fit for the call okay whatever life calls you to do you're fit mentally yeah. physically spiritually emotionally to be able to rise up to that and do the things that move you the things you're passionate about, the intentions that are greater than yourself or the intentions that are for yourself. Yeah. So, you know, you asked a question earlier too. I, I think it's it's really important where oh, you were talking about, it, for me it's fine that people want to lose weight, that they want to look a certain way, that they yeah. want to try to bench a certain, because that gives us a, that gives us a value, that gives yeah. us a way to get started.
0: Yes, yes,
1: so, yes. Ca- so that we can offer them other opportunities because where I really believe this, I really truly believe this, we're always trying to be someone else because we haven't got a taste of who we really are yet. It's an amazing song I've heard called Be Somebody. We're always trying That's... to be somebody else because we haven't had a taste of who we really are yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, The fact that a scale can tell us whether we're a good mom or a good dad wow. or wow. a good person, that if we bench 315 or not, tells us if I'm a good husband or if I'm a good person or if other people think I'm cool or not, all that stuff stays in the gym. It'll always stay in the gym and we chase the thing that fades because metrics cannot be chased for the rest of our life. And if fitness ends there, it's a shame. Yeah. The point of it is, from the way I look at it, every single person on the face of the earth, scientifically or faith-wise, they're a unique creation. There's never a duplicate. One of a kind, one of a kind. There's, that's it. So if you don't come to this place and you don't show up with what you've been uniquely been given, your unique nature, and you don't share it with the world around you, one of a kind opportunity was lost. And when we start to look at ourselves with different eyes and look at ourselves and believe in ourselves from a different perspective and we look past the things that we think matter and why other people judge us and we really start to realize that we have tremendous value otherwise we wouldn't be here and we wouldn't be who we are that no one else could ever be I try to look at people with those eyes realizing where they are they just haven't had a chance to understand that and to taste that yet and as they start to really be okay with who they are the miracle that they are that they're good enough no matter what they look like Then fitness starts to change, and starts to to morph, and it starts to be more enjoyable, and starts to have more purpose and meaning. That being said, I still believe the fitness itself has to serve them, it has to be sustainable, it has to make them feel better. I see people walking out of the gym and they can't like they're crushed. They can't even stand up. And it takes them like five days to like and wad not and floss and move. And I'm not against all yeah. that stuff. But when you got to come in and you have to warm up and yeah. mobilize and tape yeah. off and wrap off and this and that and strap up and blah, blah, blah for 45 minutes and to do a squat pattern, just do the work. Yeah, yeah. you know what's happening? Your fitness is stealing your fitness. <laughs> and it is criminal. No, it is. Yeah. And it's unsustainable. Now, if you are using fitness as a sport and you've got to train... If you're a competitive athlete and you've got to press and you you, you weigh it out and you you make an informed decision, hey, you know what? Like we said, strength conditioning isn't checkers. There's gravity, there's load, there's things moving in space. Stuff can happen. Our job is to mitigate that risk, to maximize the potential you have inside you, what matters to you and give you the freedom to go do the things that you want to do in this life and then as you decide something else matters or you decide something bigger matters or you decide you want to go a different direction how can I walk on that journey with you because for me I just want to be of influence to those of influence I just want to be able to be on life's path with people to go watch them do the incredible things they were created to do
0: I think that's and then that's so that, that that's so powerful it's beyond powerful and I think that's really why I think we. I think. I think those of us that have ridden, risen to a certain level in this business, it's a certain calling. Well, we're trying to impact people, so fitness moves beyond just the perception of what mm-hmm. we look like, and it really it makes your life better. It gives you the ability. You, I, I love the fact I mean, you you summed it up with freedom. You summed it, and we know physiologically all the stuff is changing, but the reality is having. There's a certain confidence doing those things, doing the metrics, like you lift a weight or you, you yeah. achieve a certain look. They're that not That gives bad. you the confidence. No, it gives you the confidence that you can yeah. do other things in your life that That's you right. set your mind to. That's right. You, you set a goal to bench 350. There's a discipline set, in that. There's a there's, commitment in that. But there's a focus to that and there's a commitment. Yes. And I think part of what we're talking about is kind of a certain maturity of being comfortable with yourself first, that if you're comfortable with who you are as a person, then fitness becomes a vehicle for just letting you enjoy life better. So that you get up and, cause I've had those workouts. We walk out of the gym in pain. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Now it's like, I just move. And in yeah. some days I move more, some days I move less, some days yeah. I, I move heavier, some days I move lighter, but it's about moving. You're and right. it's opening up those options so that I know that whatever happens down the line, My my inability to to be in shape is not going to be one of those factors, right? You know, there's so many many bad things. And and I say that you can control that. Exactly. I can't tell you what fitness can do for you, but I can tell you what not being fit. I can tell you what, but being unfit can do. Being unfit and being unhealthy will take years off your life. That's right. We know that that's the only thing I know for scientific surety, David, is that not not exercising and not being smart about making healthy choices will take years off your life. So let's, let's go the opposite yeah. way and say, well, how can we live a healthier life? How can we be more, being, health, being healthy means being physically active and making healthy choices. Yeah. And you're not gonna be perfect
1: all the no. time. No, nor should you be. No, but and train time. and be okay to push the envelope a little bit and stretch for things. But when you've set a foundation to earn the right to do that and you know, you mentioned something that's really powerful. We said movement is the miracle. Mm -hmm. Right. We've got 206 bones, 630 muscles and counting. Yeah. (laughs) Countless miles of nerve fiber in our body. We were born to move. We were wired to move. And when we don't, it's not natural by design for us. It's not how we were made. Well, our creator, we were talking a little bit about this, but our creator, when you look at how our bodies are structured our
0: creator made us to be fully functional in this environment that's on right. this earth that's right with gravity being it's natural by design. We've, we've measured gravity at 9.81 meters per second yep all of our bones and muscles line up to be as effective as possible on our feet in against that gravity. Environment. that's not an accident no that's that that's no. where you know that's where i do have some faith and that i yes. know for sure that is not you that's know, lined fish, up a fish does that's not lined out of the water and you know and and right know, a few hundred years later we evolved yeah, that. yeah. that That i, I don't have a, it's, I, it's so good I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I'm open to a lot of anything. Yeah. Actually, that's hard for me to believe that we right. evolved like yeah. that. We are, our creator made us as machines to be a hundred percent functional in this environment. Yes. And so the saddest thing for me. Now is you're talking I,
1: about the hierarchy of movement, which yeah. is another powerful thing that we believe in. Yeah. And so if, if those things are true to, so a hammer was made to be a hammer. Yeah. It's bang nails. Yeah. And here's the funny thing. When a hammer finds a nail, it finds its purpose. Guess what else finds its purpose? The nail. Yeah. It's in place. It's so when we yeah. do what we were created to do and we move like we were meant to move, and we stay closer to the hierarchy of truth, things start to make sense. If we're not doing things in our fitness life that are more like this, that's the outlier. So that's like if organic food is better and we're eating processed food, that's further the processed food's further away from the truth. We're gonna have we're gonna have problems out there, we're gonna run into issues out there. The closer we get to the way it was natural by design, the better off we're gonna be, the better it's gonna feel, the more purpose it's gonna have, the more fun we're gonna have. Because we were made. We were a hammer, we were made to bang some nails. So then why aren't we doing that? And why aren't we pulling them out? You know, like, so, you know, I I think that's a, it's a really important point. And um, that's what's so exciting about what we get to move into now. And for us, the other thing we talk about, Pete, is are we, are we really trying to change? So this is, yes, the answer is yes and yes. For me, are we really trying to change people's fitness? Are we really trying to change people's habits through fitness? Because here's the deal. I can get you to bench 315 if it's safe, if it's not going to yeah, yeah, tear yeah. something down, because that's not smart. I have a professional obligation there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if I don't use that opportunity to help you shape new habits that activate the best in your life, so you can activate the best in the life of others, I feel like I've lost an opportunity to serve you with fitness. Right? I can teach yeah. you how to bench. Yeah. But guess what? You're not going to bench 315 forever. Yeah. But if I can help you unlock new things, if I can help you discover more about yourself, if through that process you can learn different skill sets and different things about your mindset and your heart and your faith and whatever it is that works for you, that actually help you start to shape new habits, better choices, that move you in a direction that magnifies good in the world, then your fitness is doing something powerful. Then it's moving outside the four walls of the gym into the world you live in. That's Adding,
0: and we're adding positive energy because we know Transfer. we can't. We're adding and that's one thing that that's a very metaphysical look. But I look at what we do is we're adding positive energy because mm-hmm. nothing is sadder for me, Dave. And then we'll, we'll talk about one more thing, and then, then I'll let you get on about your day. But nothing is sadder for me when I see a family, Eat my <laughs> But when I see on that note, but when <laughs> I see a family that's deconditioned, when I see a mom and a dad, and and they're 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 overweight and and they're obviously they're, they're not. I don't know if they're active or not, but. But when you're at a grocery store and you see what they have in their cart and you see their kids and their kids yeah. are overweight, I just, part of me, it's, it's hard for me to see that because I, because these people have choices and they're choosing not to, yeah. and it doesn't mean that you have to be super healthy and eat, you eat super organic yeah. and be super active. It just means you have to, you have the chance every day. We have the chance to, to try to be a better person yeah. and, and I, you know, being a parent now, I'm fully aware that the choices I make impact Yes. to, you know, there are four sets, you know, two eyes, two sets of eyes, four eyes on me all the time. Yeah. And so that, and that's four impa- years. and four years. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, trust me, I've learned that one. Yeah. But it's very impactful because we try I try to be very mindful of setting the example for for my kids and mm-hmm. setting the example in my community. And you know, like being able to have gelato is awesome. But yes. there are times when we just need to be super healthy. But one yep. thing I want to
1: ask is You you made a great point. I don't want yeah. I don't want to I don't wanna miss no. that because here's where I think we really need to have some compassion as coaches because I've talked about this in the past. Um, two things. One for a fitness professional a lot of times it's easy to, to say, Oh, you gotta you gotta be fit, you gotta you gotta live the life. We gotta we train we this and that. Of course you do. You're a fitness professional. It's what yeah. you love. That's not that's not hard. Yeah. Here's what's hard for you. Those people have their budget wired down to a to the penny. Yeah. So that here's the deal. They when they're trying to when they're trying to lose weight, which is hard for them, you balance your budget to the penny. See how easy that is? Yeah. When your budget's a mess. Yeah. You see, we're always trying to think other people fitness is easy for them because it's easy for us. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but you find actually, the thing that they I do like well that. like that's that. really hard for you. Yeah. You commit to 8 weeks. And and like for them that. they're like, "You don't have a balanced budget?" Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's like that's yeah, like falling yeah, off a yeah. yeah. log. I like I'll that. S- just it's so yeah. simple. Well, just thought, start saving. Yeah. Just start counting your 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 uh, you know, look at your bills, look at balance your checkbook and we're like, oh, "I what?" Can, what? So, yeah, put yeah. yourself in their position. Second, we, we we have to look at people with more compassion because I have experience in my family with drug addiction, alcoholism. I could tell one hundred people that are drug addicts or alcoholics they didn't want to yeah. grow up that way. They don't want to be that way. Yeah. But if I said to them, Hey, just stop. It's so simple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just stop. Everyone would do that. There would be no disease. We
0: wouldn't need yeah,
1: we wouldn't need twelve step So those people 12 that 12 are centers. overweight, yeah. those people that can't get it together they don't realize yet what's possible for them because they're looking through the lens of fitness that they've always seen. It's always failed. They've always been told they're less than. They've always been looked at with judgmental eyes. They've always felt like it's unattainable. It's never worked out. And oh, by the way, because I'm fitter, I'm worth something. Yes. Who is gonna stand in the gap to let those people know, first of all, I am on this journey with you and I will walk with you as long as I can yeah. to serve you. Second of all, you need to know that how, I don't care how you look, I don't care the way you talk, I don't care the color of your skin. You're a human being, and I value what's underneath it all. I'm yeah. not looking at the. I'm not looking at the Saran wrap around the meat. Yeah, I'm looking at what's inside. The stuff that value. The stuff that matters. Well, that's one
0: of the reasons why I I, I feel bad because it's like these people have put barriers or maybe they haven't realized or, or they, they, they see a perception. Maybe they have tried to go, and that's the other thing, is maybe they have tried to, to get fit or get more active and, and they join a commercial health club that completely fails their needs, mm-hmm. that doesn't have, that has a 21 year old trainer saying, what, you can't lift every day? Yep. What, you you know? That's where- you show up th- yesterday? Exactly. Like you, you don't,
1: I can't, can't believe you don't, oh, hey, why do not you go on the internet and log your meals? Cause they don't have an internet. Yeah. Cause they don't even know how to use a computer. So you're asking someone who hasn't come to the gym, Yeah. To show up at the gym for three hours that they don't have yet, and yeah. you're gonna make them spend an hour on a computer pulling yeah. their hair out yeah. to try to log their food when all you need to do is have them stop drinking one soda today. Exactly. Just one. Yeah. Drink five more. But can one, you drink give me one? one. Extra
0: water to drop, stop one soda. Can you give me yeah, one? Because yeah, yeah. I
1: just banked forty grams of sugar. Yeah. And guess what? If we do that for the next thirty days, You'll that's twelve hundred grams of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. You changed your life. Yeah. Can you do that? On a scale of 1 to 10, could you give me yeah. one soda today? Yeah. You win as yeah. a coach. Exactly. They win as your client. Yeah. Because we met them where they're at, and we asked them if they thought, what do you want to do? Yeah, or if I get you to
0: stop, if if you, I'm not going to tell you not go to fast food, but just get you to stop ordering soda with your fast food. Or if I can get you, to can order you swap water, that? Can yeah, you do little, do little thing. things? And that's why I think that but take that's, the breaks off. But that's where I, where I have empathy for those people that because they think they have to change their whole life, yeah, and and so they don't start. They think yeah. they have to do everything. They think they have to work out seven days a week. They think they have to eat super healthy. And that's mm-hmm. why I have some of the empathy because mm-hmm. they don't realize that walk for 15 minutes. Yep, that's you're going to feel better. Yep. You know, drinks. You go to bed thirty minutes earlier. Drink, drink more water. Not even drink less. Play setup, horseshoes for ten minutes. Water. Play with do your Do you kids. love horseshoes? Yeah. Turn do you love TV. The- yeah. Find something. Find something you enjoy, that's and it. find something physically active to enjoy and Bring do that. Some playback. And that's where. But that's such a powerful message. And that's why when I see those people, that's why I get sad. Is because they don't have that message. Yeah. And because the message they it's have our seen,
1: it's our job to They say what we try to do.
0: That's why we. Well, need that's why I'm there. asking
1: anybody who's listening out there, like. If not you who? Yeah. If not now when? Like yeah. if you're not gonna be the one to stand in the gap for someone and walk a different walk and be willing to serve this this the cost of this craft is high. Yeah. And it and you go unapplauded. Yeah. You don't get write ups and big articles. You may not be on TV, but I'll tell you what, the little things that they do in the trenches, Pete, behind the scenes when no one's looking, those are the most important because because it's the little things that lead to really big things. And I'll tell you what the one life that they're willing to stand in the gap for and to go the extra mile for and to be patient with and to see with different eyes and to hear with different ears, that change, that life changed, that person will never forget them. No. To and that, that person, you're the most famous positive. person in the world.
0: And that and that person's going to take that positive energy you gave to them. to their And, and goal, so on that, goal, let's, let's wrap goal. this up. Tell me a little bit about strength to serve. I know you. So that's my friend Jeremy. Yeah. So that's my yeah. friend
1: Jeremy Shores. Yeah. Uh, so he I'm is talking one of my. Talking to yeah, I know, you long. know, him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, we're talking to. He is one of him. my absolutely favorite human yeah. beings on the face of the earth. He's one of my closest friends in faith. He's one of my closest friends. He's one of my favorite fitness peers. Um, so, you know, once again, similar concept, wired a similar way. He's been in fitness for years. He's done everything from DVDs to modeling, to you know, acting, to speaking, to coaching, and training at high levels. And, uh, you know, he also came to a place where he's like, I know that there's more. I know that there's more. And really his vision and his mission was, and so we've partnered, we became the first city partnership, the first to serve company partnership for strength to serve um, in the United States here at our active lab in Phoenix. So basically, what Jeremy came to believe was that there are we go to gyms, millions of us, yeah, every day, and we can hoist ourselves up over a pull-up bar ten times, and we can bench two hundred pounds for ten reps, and we can do all this stuff that comes easy to us, and then we leave it in the gym. And he he started to look at all the physical needs around the four walls of our gyms and our homes and our community. Women that can't bend over. Women that have lost a husband that can't pick boxes up. People people that need trenches dug for fresh yeah. water. Uh, you know, the, the strength to serve mission yeah. we did over here in Phoenix, yeah. where we built a park for kids in a really rough neighborhood. We went out there with 60 fitness professionals cool. for an hour and a half, and we turned it into a all in, get it done workout. Like it yeah. was like, and that's the last cool. were like five minutes, yeah. like push and yeah. we crushed yeah. this place. Yeah. We dug a, two, a 150, 200 foot trench, 12 inches deep with grub axes. Axes. We moved tons of stone and debris. Yeah. We weeded gardens that had, I mean. Yeah, that's a w- no, lot, w- sali- that's a lot, oh, w- that's a re- yeah, That's yeah. natural by design yeah, fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, do totally that in the gym. No. No, by can. the way, don't get me started on that. Take every young male, <laughs> you want to be fit fast and strong, manual labor yeah, and, it's, out, and you, you know get that. paid for it yeah, yeah, yeah. so crazy so novel yeah um so what what you know jeremy had always believed man there are so many people that have the need for our physical strength and we have so much to give we cannot leave it in gyms anymore we have to use our strength to serve others for life-giving local missions that are trying to do things to help communities rise and after we finish that pete after that 90 minutes of crushing that run down piece of land four women who work for that that nonprofit came up to us and the leader Lisa she's in her 50s yeah. she has knee issues she has hip issues she has a shoulder issue yeah she looked me dead in the face with tears in her eyes Pete and she said it would have taken us and she looked at the three other women that were with her in their 50s <laughs> yeah, yeah. she said it would have taken us at least six months to do what you just did and it would have been backbreaking." Yeah. and we did it in an hour and a half like yeah. nothing and we walked away saying that was an awesome workout yeah, yeah, we yeah. felt like we won yeah. So the whole point of that is really identifying. You know what, Jeremy has this phenomenal saying, um, it's, uh, you know, um, winners lift lift trophies, champions lift others.
0: Yeah, I've heard him say that. And so
1: for us, what is real strength? Real strength, why are we building it? What is it for? Why are we going to the gym? It's to be able to use it to serve when we're called in our families, in our communities, in tragedies, in in charity events, whatever matters to you. That's the act of prayer. There's an intention that moves you, that moves your heart. We want you to have the freedom to act extraordinarily to honor that. And when fitness can light you up, when it can build community, when it is fun, when it serves you, and when it allows you to do incredible things that magnify good in this world and others, fitness wins
0: that's beautiful brother
1: now if people want to find out more about active prayer and active lab where they go how they do that so you know we're still figuring it all out like the iceberg you know (laughs) there's a lot under the water and there's a tiny bit above it so i mean you know i'm i'm out there i'm horrible with social media but i'm working on it because i'm just in the trenches yeah um but uh i think i'm uh the david jack on instagram i'm david jack one on twitter i think it's like David Jack Fitness on Facebook. Um, so people could reach out to me through any of those vehicles. Active Prayer is activeprayer.com. Also, Active Prayer on Twitter. And then what's happening now is we're really setting out this year to pull all of our principles. We have eight core fundamental principles that we believe in as a foundation. And then these methods that spin around it and how we've designed it is. We're doing this together. We're doing this with a body of professionals that are they know that they have been given this gift to serve others and that it's bigger than just fitness, but we have to honor the fitness we deliver to earn that right. And so it's all about discovering things together, co-creating better solutions and activating them in the world. So all that to say, um, if you're wired like that, we'd love to have you come out to our Activate Conference where you're going to meet incredible people who are doing similar things and want to do similar things. We'd love to have you engage us in our brand to, to help share your passions, your insights, your wisdom, because we truly believe that the body will build the body.
0: When's the Activate Conference going to be? As that is this fall? year. Yeah, it's
1: always in late October, early November. So this year it's probably going to be the third week in October it's four days we have people coming now bringing their kids and families are using it for vacations That's That's we'd awesome. have an amazing deal at this four star resort here at arizona grand so and the rooms are is a beautiful resort so if you want to spend a few days with your family in an absolutely gorgeous yeah. environment charging up
0: yeah. your life you know yeah. check out Active oh Prayer man we'd, we'd love to have come, them come, come out because uh, without
1: them um you know the the, the simple way to, to for them to understand this i could take a medicine ball pete and i could send you over there i could go downstairs and jeremy shore someone could go yeah, anybody, one of them could go in another room and we could give us 30 minutes to come up with all the exercises we could figure out with a medicine ball. Yeah, Come back and then share what we what we did. If all three of us took medicine balls and went and spent 30 minutes together, what we create together and what we activate, it's not even close. Yeah. So we truly believe in the power of our community coming together and sharing our talents and our strengths. We believe when that happens that the shepherds become better shepherds, the sheep get better care and rising tides raise all ships. And it's what's happening. So, awesome, man. Well, I
0: really David, I can't I, I can't yeah. say enough I appreciate your time. I appreciate your message and and I just know that that I know I'm a better guy for knowing you. I know I'm a better man for Me knowing too. you. And so for people out there and you're looking for ways that you can change your life with fitness, just start with one step at a time, man. That's, That's it, man. You don't, to, you don't need to do much else other than that. Just one try to try to do one thing more each day. That's and it. If all you can do today is take two steps, tomorrow take three. Thanks take your a time, breath. Brother. Have
1: some fun. Love you, you know? man. I love you, too. Oh, and yeah. I want to say one thing about you, yeah. if you still got me on here. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say how grateful I am for you, uh, for your commitment to your craft, Pete. Because thank you. the work you put in behind the scenes, how dedicated you are to being the best of us wherever you go, I want you to know that I truly value you um, very highly, and I'm so grateful for your commitment to this craft uh, and the passion that you have in making fitness better for everyone. So I want to thank you uh, for thank your you. leadership, um, and for everybody that's listening, you are in the hands of a good man, and I'm thank honored you. to know you. Well, thank you. That's very touching. Yeah. So I think with that, we'll cut it off. Thank you.
0: talking about fitness, family, and the way we need to reshape fitness. So that's been a huge belief of mine is that fitness isn't just how we look. It's not. It can be a component of that, but really fitness is having the energy to do what you want to do when you want to do it. So if you want to go play with your kids, if you want to go for a walk, if you need to do some landscaping, some yard work, if you want to take care of your parents, working out and having and having the fitness to do that is what makes this special. So the next time you're in the gym, think about how can you use your strength to help others? What can you do today to help somebody else? And when you see a friend, a relative, maybe who's struggling with their fitness, who's struggling with their health, instead of sitting there and deriding them for, for being out of shape, think about how can I help this person? How? What advice, what encouragement, what can I do to help this person to take that step forward to try to get better? And if we all took that attitude, if we all took that approach to look at how we can help others... And not just help ourselves. I think we would make this world a, definitely a better place. So with that, thank you for your time. If you have any questions, if you want to talk, if you have any requests for speakers or for guests on All About Fitness, please go to my website PeteMcCallFitness.com, or tweet me at Fitness. That's Fitness on Twitter and let me know who you'd like to see on the show. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend and make sure you get outside and enjoy some time with your family.